This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. We are joined by Michael Goodwin. He's a New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor. Latest up on the NewYorkPost.com here is Buckle Up. Trump's era of disruption has only just begun. Michael, great to have you. Uh, Good afternoon, Buck. Thank you. Uh, First, you're telling people to buckle up. Let's just start with some of the folks that are going to have to get this out of their system, or I don't know if they're ever going to, but they should try. Wisconsin yesterday, after the electors voted for Trump, this was the scene, clip six. The votes are 10 votes, Donald J. Trump. They're yelling shame, like from Game of Thrones. you got to love it. Uh, Michael, still in denial, still throwing tantrums. Uh, Is it ever going to stop? Well, look, uh, I think largely um, it is up to Donald Trump. Um, If he performs as he promised, uh, if he delivers jobs, 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 if he delivers peace through strength abroad, uh, I think he will create momentum and I think he will build a pragmatic governing coalition. Now, obviously, the left, the far left, those Looney Tunes screaming shame and, and holding all kinds of rallies and issuing death threats and intimidating the electors, uh, they will never be satisfied. They, they don't care about the country. They only care about themselves. And they really are the most selfish people on the planet when you think of it. Uh, they have no respect for anybody's views and have no respect for the law, for, for the Constitution. So he's not going to win them over. Uh, the question is, how many of them are there? How much attention do they get? Because if he succeeds, then I think they will shrink. Uh, but if he fails, then their ranks will grow and more and more people will be discontented. So I think he's... Uh, really started out very well. I think he's got a very strong cabinet, people of real great accomplishment uh, who are likely to break down a lot of the barriers within government that stand in the way of individual liberty and job creation uh, and common sense. So if he continues along this road and keeps his focus and doesn't chase rabbits down rabbit holes, I think he's got a chance to really minimize the, the Looney Tune left. Yeah, I mean, the Looney Tune left isn't going to change even if he does fantastic things for most of the country, right? There's going to be that fringe of 10 to 20 percent that thinks that Donald Trump is, is Hitler in waiting no matter what he does, uh, even if he's yeah. just tweaking the tax code and creating more job growth and, and helping small businesses. It's going to be, you know, whiffs of fascism for the next four years. At least that's what we're going to hear from people. Uh, but it, it does seem like Trump so far, even to some conservatives who have had a lot of misgivings, including some of my friends and colleagues who have been never Trump, they're seeing what he's doing. They're saying oh, this so far seems pretty sober, seems pretty mature. Look, I, I think, you know, someone said to me the other day, a, a very conservative person who has been 
quite supportive of Trump. Um, didn't start out that way, but likes a lot. Said to me, his cabinet is more conservative. And I said, then Romney's would have been. He said, forget Romney. His is more conservative than George W. Bush's. And when you look at it, I mean, it's really true. So the never Trumpers on the right, I think, don't have much of a leg to stand on. Now, look, I understand people don't like Trump. They don't like some of his personal habits, lifestyle, etc. But the election is over. All of those questions have been put to rest for now. And, and now we begin to judge him and, and uh, rank him, I think, as a president, as a president-elect and, and soon as a president. And I think we have to take him uh, by the same standard that we would judge others. And by the conservative standard, he's got a pretty conservative cabinet, I would say. Uh, also, Michael Goodwin has a piece up on NewYorkPost.com. Time to face reality, Obama. Trump is going to be president. Uh, the, the left is still, obviously, as we just talked about, adjusting right. to all of this. The Obama legacy, I don't think this is just a, a right-wing talking point. I don't think this is just something that's getting the, the sort of conservative base excited or people are trying to get it excited with this. Obama's, what, o- Obamacare is certainly up for dismantling. A- any number of executive orders can be repealed right away. Uh, what, what do you think is going to happen to the Obama legacy with the Trump presidency? Well, I would say that first, uh, Buck, the, the biggest Obama legacy is Trump himself. Um, I, I, you know, I have written that the, the pendulum often swings very far. And let's face it, uh, George Bush begat Obama. And Obama, with his overreach and his insufferable arrogance and elitist dictates coming out of Washington, uh, begat Donald Trump. I mean, when you, when you think back to all of the Republican candidates who started this race, why did Donald Trump persevere? Why was he the one who was able to emerge? And Newt Gingrich gave, a, gave an excellent speech last week in Washington in which he said, you know, the others, many qualified senators, Republicans, they would come in and say, I'm from Washington, I can fix this. And Trump came in and said, didn't say anything, just kicked over the table. And that's what people wanted. They, they wanted relief. They wanted clear, certain relief. They wanted a street fighter. And they got one in Donald Trump. And so I think that if Trump looks radical by historic standards, I think you also have to trace that back to Obama. I mean, Obama was a very radical government by historic standards. Yeah, I mean, the president came into office saying that he was going to fundamentally transform the country, and that was met with rapturous applause. People seem to think that was a fantastic idea in the crowds that had gathered. And that was all okay. And, you know, now we keep hearing that Donald Trump is going to be uh, the destruction of the world. Uh, there is, it seems to me, an entire industry popping up of Trump catastrophists, uh, and they're trying to outdo one another in the media with how horrific all of, all of this is going to be. Certainly based on the cabinet that he has, you have a lot of people with uh, tremendous backgrounds in government and experience and demonstrated records of success. Uh, do, you, do you think that there's going to be any chance for Trump to actually bring some Democrats on board? Uh, or, or are we going to sort of see a, just a solidified... Uh, opposition from the uh, other side of the aisle that doesn't break no matter what Trump does? Well, look, I I think in terms of rank-and-file voters, he clearly got a fair number of Democrats or or independents. Yeah, I mean, I mean rep- representatives yeah. and politicians. But well, look, I, I mean, I think that, what, there are 10 Democratic senators up for re-election in 2018 in states that Trump won. 
So I think they are the most likely. Joe Manchin, Heidi Heitkamp, I think were, were two of the ones considered for the cabinet. Uh, perhaps they can be brought on board for a couple of votes. Certainly, I think Manchin from West Virginia, a coal state, would be very uh, happy to see regulations lifted. Um, he's a clear Second Amendment guy himself. So I, I think that there are possibilities, but I think there's going to be great pressure on those people to, to not to break ranks with the Democratic Party, to stay in the Senate because those seats could easily be won by Republicans. And in fact, both of those states have Republican governors who would be appointing uh, senators in the meantime. So I think that, that the, the Democratic establishment is going to push back on anybody going into the Trump administration, even, even voting with him. But look, at the same time, if those people vote against Trump all the time and he is successful, then the, their seats are really endangered in 2018. So there's a practical political reality that I think will uh, cause some disruptions and defections in the Democratic ranks. Also wanted to ask you, Michael, while we've got you here, we're speaking to Michael Goodwin. He's a New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor. You can read his latest on NewYorkPost.com. Yesterday, a number of uh, huge national security stories. Uh, we've got the Christmas market attack in Berlin. Uh, you've got the assassination of the Russian ambassador in Ankara uh, by a Turkish gunman who's been caught on video, and everyone's seen exactly what happened there. Uh, what are some of the main takeaways that you have, given what's going on over there and around the world? Well, look, I, I think that uh, Turkey um, is such a linchpin of, of the world order that most people don't fully appreciate, A, the, the history of Turkey as a, as a real crossroads of religion and cultures and Europe and Asia. I mean, I happened to have visited a few years ago, and I was frankly embarrassed by how little I knew about Turkey. Um, and it remains, I mean, it's a member of NATO, um, and yet it is really on the outside of so much of the West these days. I mean, Erdogan is a very strange character. Uh, the coup gave him the license, the attempted coup gave him the license to restrict all kinds of indiv indiv individual freedoms. More journalists are locked up in Turkey than in China. Uh, so it is, it is a country on the brink of flipping and I, I think that is a major concern when, and they've got so many now Syrian refugees there, and it, 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 is, it is a dangerous uh, powder keg, uh, Turkey, and I would hate to see uh, it fall out of the Western orbit any further, because I think it is an important bulwark against Islamic terrorism. Uh, in Germany, look, I think Merkel made a huge mistake in bringing in so many refugees, questions unasked, unvetted, uh, and I think she, she confused sort of a humanitarian mission with her responsibility to secure her own country and protect her own people first. I mean, this is, this is a classic example. Imagine if she had said Germany first, uh, as Donald Trump has said America first. That would have been a clarifying principle uh, to vet the refugees. Instead, she let a million in. I mean, German, Germany's population is about 80 million. Letting a million refugees in, in effect, within months, there's no way they can be assimilated into the culture. Michael Goodwin is a New York Post columnist. Read his latest on NewYorkPost.com, and he's also a Fox News contributor. Michael, really appreciate you making the time today. Thank you for calling in. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. The Buck Sexton Show.
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 